Hey, what's going on, guys? Hopefully, everybody's having a fantastic start to their September. NFL is back. We are in the heart of CFL season, and you are tuning back into the JV show tonight. I'll be your host, Johnny Vianos, and I am honored to welcome on the show tonight two-time Grey Cup champion, current reigning CFL Defensive Player of the Year, and all-star member for the Blue Bombers, Mr. Willie Jefferson. Willie, how are you doing today? And I'm blessed, man. Happy to be here. Willie, I can't thank you enough for coming on the show. It means so much for you to take time out of your schedule to speak with me, and I could go on and on about how I'm so honored to have you here, but I think this goes farther than that. I got to extend my thanks for my parents, my grandparents, man. We've been waiting for 20, 30 years for that great cup, and you are a key cornerstone piece that finally brought it to Winnipeg, so it means so much for us here. I thank you so much for coming on tonight. I can't wait to dive into things with you about your great cup victory, about your career. It's going to be a fantastic episode. I hope everybody enjoys, and Willie, you know, we could start this episode in so many different ways. We could start in your college days, at the beginning of your career, but I want to talk about more of the present. Let's talk about the Banjo Bowl. A few days ago, you enter Winnipeg going 1-0 against the Riders. You come here and absolutely steamroll the Riders to start 2-0 against them in the season. Willie, I got to ask, how did it feel playing behind such a booming Winnipeg Blue Bombers crowd this Saturday? Because I was there and I can tell you that I could barely even hear my voice. How did it feel to be playing behind such a livid Bombers crowd on Banjo Bowl Day? Man, it was amazing. 33,000 uh, sold out crowd here at home in Winnipeg. Something that we were waiting for uh, as a team, you know, since the season started. And it felt amazing just to have all you guys there, especially against the Riders, uh, Banjo Bowl, something that the city, the province, uh, both Saskatchewan and Manitoba have been waiting for ever since the uh, Western Final in uh, Saskatchewan. So, man, it, it was big. I couldn't ask for a better day. The weather was amazing. And the game turned out to be super better yeah. than what we expected. For sure, man. I mean, as you mentioned, one of the biggest CFL rivalries, especially for the Bombers, this is a game both on Labor Day weekend and on Banjo Bowl weekend that means so much, much for us. This is the biggest stage in the regular season for the Bombers, but it didn't start on Banjo Bowl Day. I mean, that was just what followed. It began on Labor Day. Labor Day weekend, the Bombers entered only winning one of the last 15 Labor Day games. And I, I got to grab a quote from you because it really stuck out for me. Before the game, you said, they ain't played nobody special, nobody with no heat the way we're coming. Then you entered Saskatchewan against, at the time, the Riders who were number one ranked on the power rankings, and you demolished them. How did you feel so confident heading into a game against such a good team behind their home crowd? What is it about the team this year that allows you to carry that chip on your shoulder? Man, we just play with a lot of confidence and a lot of uh, uh, a lot of poise. You know, uh, we 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 prepare very well during the week. You know, with the meetings and you know all the uh, communication that we have between each other, offense, defense, special teams. And just, just going out and executing our game plan on game day, 
you know what I'm saying, with the crowd that we have, with our fans behind us, you know, and the doubters in the CFL and stuff like that, we just go out there with a chip on our shoulder every game uh, trying to prove a point. And that's, that's what we did, and that's what we're going to keep doing. For sure, and that was definitely one of the bigger games. As I mentioned, the Bombers, they haven't been so successful as of recent on those Banjo Bowl victories, and you – you know, fast forward back to 2019, they lost in the Banjo Bowl against the Riders. Now, I want to talk about that 2019 Bombers team. Now, you've talked a little bit about the team currently. I, I got to ask, how does the team back in 2019 compare to the team this year? Do you think that this year your team has a better shot of repeating? Do you think that you guys are a better team overall this year? Because you just demolished the best team who were the Riders and back in the Great Cup, you beat the Tiger Cats when you guys were the underdogs. I think we just uh, we just still hungry. I don't think this team is better than the 2019 team, but that's something that we are striving for. We want to be better than what we were in 19, and you know we're work, we're working towards that. We put up a lot of good numbers, offense, defense, special teams wise, and we're just trying to. Uh, keep making those numbers better going toward the end. We don't want to, we don't want to uh, decline going into the playoffs. We want to, you know, pick things up and start getting our chemistry and our, and our, uh, and our composure together. You know, so when it, uh, when it comes time for those hard times, we know how to handle them. You know, we, we uh, experienced that adversity before. So we just trying to, you know, get these situations under control and know how to handle them when they, when they, uh, when they do show up and when they do show up, we're going to uh, come out on top. Of course, you guys have definitely been wrapping things up. Bombers playing gate great the last two games against the Riders. Now a key piece of the Bombers that was added late in the 2019 season, and he's carried through into this regular season. It's quarterback Zach Kalaros. Willie, I want to ask your opinion on Zach because he's made such a big impact here at Winnipeg on the team. He's been playing fantastic. What does his role on the team mean for you guys as the Bombers? Zach is a, a very key piece. You know, uh, him being a quarterback, you know, him uh, <clears throat> controlling the offense, you know what I'm saying, from, from jump. You know, he has to touch the ball. He has to deliver the ball to the receivers and things like that. And I feel like he has taken that role and ran with it. You know, uh, the quarterback room that we have is very intelligent, you know, with Sean. Zach and uh, the new guy coming in this year, he stepped in and just made like some things happen. And, you know, Zach has stepped into a role where, you know, he's trying to show guys that he's, he's comfortable where he is and he's just trying to just keep getting better. He's, he's taking care of his body. You know, he's, uh, you know what I'm saying? He's leading meetings and things like that. So I, I think right now Zach is in a good spot in the, uh, mentally, physically, and, you know, he is, like I said, he is a big key piece to our offense. He's a big key piece to our, uh, to our team. So whatever he's been doing, he's he's been doing a great job doing it. Of course. And Zach Loros, obviously, he was a pass player for the Riders. And then he had a few injuries that kind of disgruntled his path in the CFL. But I'm happy the Bombers were able to take a chance on him. And obviously, it's turned out so well. And the project in 2019 definitely was a success with Kolaros. At the time, we also had Nichols and Strebler. Now, I want to rewind back to that Grey Cup in 2019. Again, staying on that topic, Willie, you guys 
go to play the Tiger Cats, who were a really, really good team back then. And you guys manhandled them in that great cup. You come back victorious to a crowd of Blue Bombers fans that have not won a great cup for 29 years. It's felt like an eternity for us. What did it feel like at that great cup parade celebrating your victory with all the fans? It was electrifying, man. Just to step off the bus. For, so from the beginning, just stepping off the bus onto Portage, you know, getting uh, getting on to like the trailers and the trucks and stuff like that to start the parade and to see all the fans that were out there in the weather uh, at the in the middle of the week and things like that, missing work, man. It was it was it was exciting. You know, I've I've won a great cup before and you know did the whole parade thing but it was nothing like that you know the, the love the support the energy you know the uh the excitement that you get from the fans when stuff like this happens like you said it's been it's been so long so to bring that back to the city and see all the excitement and the love and the joy that it brought to the fans and stuff like that it was amazing Amazing. Yeah. I mean, we've been thinking about it since 2019. It hasn't left our minds and I don't think it will. It's one of the most memorable moments for us Bombers fans here. The fans were insane. I mean, you look back, I've even seen this year at a few games, guys dressed like Streveler from the Great Cup Parade with their fur coats in the audience. And it's like, these guys are diehard fans and we're so thankful for that Great Cup you brought home. That parade was unlike any other I mean, I've never seen anything like it. And, you know, it's all thanks to the team, but also you played a huge role in that. Now, Willie, I want to take it back a little bit to your earlier career. You began in college as a wide receiver, and eventually you would come to make the switch to defensive end here in the CFL. I got to ask, because wide receiver is one of those skill positions, and then you change to D end. How did you make such a drastic positional change coming to the CFL? So I made that I made that position change during college as well. So I started my college career at, at Baylor playing wide receiver. And then while I was at Baylor, I went from wide receiver to tight end because I gained a little weight. And, you know, I was uh, in the weight room, gotten a lot stronger. So I was a lot aggressive, a lot more aggressive than the other receivers and things like that in the run. So they moved me to tight end. And then once I moved to tight end, I, I stayed in the weight room and things like that. And I uh, was still very athletic compared to the other players. So they moved me from uh, offense to defense when Coach Phil Bennett came to Baylor. And then once that happened, I did that for uh, a spring, like a spring season. And then I left Baylor to go to Stephen F. Austin. And then once I was at Stephen F. Austin, I, that's why I really just uh, took off as a defensive end, uh, played that defensive end role for two years, won some uh, accolades from Stephen F. Austin, got picked up from the with the Texans in the NFL, undrafted free agent, uh, did that for a year. And then that's when I came to the CFL uh, with the Edmonton Eskimos in 2014. And ever since then, I've been playing defensive ends. Just so, but the uh, the change basically came from me just you know being being aggressive, being an athlete, being uh more just you know what I'm saying doing more than the other player. You know what I'm saying? Like I was one of those guys that they wanted to be that they wanted on the field. 
you know, offense or defense. So they found a way for me to get on the field, you know what I'm saying, with my intangibles, you know, me being tall, long, fast, strong. They found a place for me, and uh, defensive end was a good spot for me at the time, and I just took off and excelled at it. Of course, yeah, and you've become such a monster on that D-line now. Was there something about that switch that allowed you to become so successful? Because you've become such a dominant player here. I mean, winning Defensive Player of the Year is no small accolade. What was your key to success in your Defensive Player of the Year season, whether that was a training schedule, pregame ritual, meal prep? What was it for you that allowed you to succeed so much in the CFL? Uh, I want to just say my all-around preparation, you know, uh, you know what I'm saying? I want to give a, you know, hats off to my wife, you know, uh, in 2019, she cooked a lot for me. Uh, we had, you know, a lot of vegetables, you know, clean eating. Uh, I, I, I do still eat my uh, steak and chicken and things like that. But, you know, she incorporated a lot of vegetables, a lot of uh, whole grain things into my, my, uh, my diet. I was uh, drinking a lot more water, taking care of my body a lot more. So my uh, my treatment, my rehab schedule was a little bit more, uh, you know what I'm saying, intense. I worked out a little bit more in 2019 than I did before during the season, like, you know, like, you know, during the week of the games and things like that. It's just I feel like uh, 2019, I stepped into a new me. You know, I, like I'm saying, like I was new into Winnipeg, new coach, new team, new teammates. And I wanted to show everybody that, you know, I could, you know, I could step into this role as a captain, as a, as a, as a leader. And when I did that, it just, you know, evolved me as a player, you know, so I started doing things a lot different and it, and it showed and it, you know, and it paid off. Exactly. As you said, your dedication through that season definitely paid off. You were, you were just so great on the defensive line, causing so much ruckus, to the offensive lineman and you know all throughout the season you were so good for the bombers now willie to wrap this thing up i want to ask you about your thoughts on the current team right now do you truly think that you guys have a shot at repeating back-to-back gray cups man right now it, it's, it's looking it's looking really good you know I'm, I'm i'm a very positive person man like right now the team that we have the way that we're going all we have to do is keep going one and each each week. You know what I'm saying? Not trying to look too far ahead. But the uh the month of October is gonna be really big for us. If we can handle our business in the month of October and uh, you know, beat BC both times, beat Edmonton both times, we could really, you know, seal our seal our fate with with uh the playoff run, you know, that'll that'll set us up going into the playoffs, going into November. And, and, and we could really just uh, make things easy for ourselves. You know, uh, not to say that we want it to be easy because, you know, 2019, we kind of took the hard way, you know what I'm saying, roll the whole time during the playoffs. But I think this year with everything that we accomplished in 2019, 2021, it's a, uh, it's a great year for a, a home playoff game. For sure. Yeah. The fans would be absolutely insane. And, you know, just to build off something you said there to wrap things up, Willie, you mentioned Edmonton, which is going to be your next home game here in Winnipeg, but that's going to be on October the 8th. So near a month away. So you're going to have a few away games back to back coming up. How 
are you specifically and the team going to prepare to go on the road and fight not only against the team, but against the fans? Man, this is something that we're used to. You know, we used to uh, having our backs up against the wall, playing against adversity. You know what I'm saying? This, this is something that we need to get used to because, you know, we're going to be playing away game for the for the Great Cup. So, you know, we have fans everywhere. You know, our fans, our fans tend to travel. Our fans usually tend to take care of us. So we're not really worried about uh, the noise and things like that. We just want to, when we're on the road, we tend to just uh, have that mindset of let's just take care of business and let's go back home. You know, it doesn't really matter where we are. We just want to go out there, play good football, play Winnipeg football, do what we need to do, handle our business and come back home. That's right. And that's what the Bombers have been doing all season. Now, Willie, that's going to wrap up things for me tonight. Again, I want to thank you so very much for your time here on the show. It was such an honor to speak with you and good luck as the season progresses. Appreciate it, man. You have a good time. You too as well. And hopefully everybody watching enjoyed it and I'll catch you in the next one. Yes, sir. Go blue.